G'day and welcome to the Cultivate Farms podcast. Sam Marwood here and thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. We're thinking of as many ways to get you onto your farm or help you to step back and we really hope you find all this information useful and inspiring. Let's get you farming. G'day everybody, Sam Marwood here from Cultivate Farms and welcome to episode 73 of Cultivate Farms TV where we take you through uh, everything we're doing in the background to make it possible for you to own a farm or if you're a retiring farmer to step back or if you want to buy a farm, come chat to us as well. Uh, if you want to back a top quality farmer, uh, have we got those farmers for you? But the point of this is to inspire you to keep following your farm ownership dreams. It's been a month or so since our last update. I think I um, did no updates in February and apologies. Things have been flat out and good, um, but I should have been doing the updates. So I apologize. I love doing them. So what we're going to go through today uh, is a weekly update, in this case a monthly update, uh, a community farmer activation program we're working on, uh, encouraging you again and again to document your farm ownership journey on social media. Uh, farmers are coming to us with vendor deals. Uh, the best way to convince someone to back you onto your farm, uh, and a new farm which is an apple orchard in Tassie I'll go through. I went and visited uh, the farm in Bichino, uh and uh, also farm ownership opportunities uh, so sit back and enjoy. I'm actually in Tasmania this week in Bishno on the East Coast. And I did get to visit that, that Bishno farm that's on the website at the moment and met with the owner and got some interesting ideas around that one. Um, so what we do every week, we talk about how many members we have. We are nearly up to 800 uh, free and premium members on our website. Uh, so 790, that is 85 since our last update, 85 extra. Thank you to those amazing people who have signed up. We love you. We, uh, we want more of you to sign up because the more we have, the more uh, farmers we can put in front of retiring farmers and investors, the more momentum we build. You know, it sounds impressive to have that many farmers on the system, which opens up doors and opportunities for you. So please, if you haven't signed up, if you haven't told your friends because you think that if, if they find out about this, then you have less chance of getting on a farm, please don't think that because the more people we have, the more opportunities come our way. Uh, part of a membership. So if you're a premium member, which is $150 a year, uh, we think it's a bargain. You get to chat to us and work through a farm ownership plan, which we find really valuable. And so do the members. But also you get things like Mercado Market Analysis membership for free, which is daily uh, gold about the agriculture industry and markets uh, free. Um, we're also working on other deals with other um, organizations who get what we're doing. So if you're part of an organization that loves what we're doing, uh, or know all of organizations should be backing it, please please let us know. We want to offer our members as much uh, awesome um, opportunities to help get them farm ready. Uh, and it's a great way to tap into the next generation of farmers in Australia. Uh, what more would you want? Could you want from marketing? So a weekly update or a monthly update. So behind the scene discussions, there's lots of discussions we have that we just can't talk about publicly because of privacy uh, requirements. And we're very conscious of that. But we do talk about as much as we can but there are all these deals we're working on from an aspiring farmers uh, who brought farm opportunities and trying to figure out how we get them onto them. And we've got investors coming to us and kicking around ideas of what they want to do in terms of investing into farms. And lots of retiring farmers who put the feelers out there to see what we're all about and see how it might line up with their requirements. So lots of conversations happen. Some don't go anywhere. Some do. And it's just a constant uh, um, just hearing what people need and trying to figure out we can, how we can help or point them to the right people to help. So just letting you know these things just to happen, these 
farm opportunities that are on the website take a long time to get up there. We continue to keep in touch with our retiring farmers um, that have, uh, have little farms on the, on the website and letting them know who has applied. Um, but we're also keeping in touch with those farmers who have been in touch maybe a year ago or six months ago or three months ago and just seeing where they're at because a lot of this a big decision is to transition uh, your farm onto kids that aren't your own. Uh, we know it takes a long time. So we're just conscious of that, conscious of being respectful and, uh, and appreciative of how big a decision this is. But we're, we're constantly keeping in touch with them uh, as needed. I also did an interview with Terry McCosker from RCS. So he's the founder of RCS, which is a, um, a farm advisory service. Uh, and they've been great supporters of ours. And we decided to do an interview the other day. And please check this out. It's on YouTube. Uh, we also have it on Facebook, I believe, and on the podcast. But this is one of the first times I think Terry has been interviewed on YouTube about his backstory and how entrepreneurial he, he was and is in setting up RCS, which is really fascinating. I loved it. We had a lot in common. And uh, people have watched this and have given us some amazing feedback. Really, really encourage you to watch this one. Uh, what does he talk about? He talks about um, how to, ideas how to make your farm ownership dreams a reality, thoughts on whether he thinks retiring farmers are ready to transition their farm onto kids that aren't their own, uh, and also some tips on how to succeed. Like how do you realise a vision as bold as owning a farm? So please check it out. Tim Hicks, the co-founder of Cultivate, um, he's at an RCS course this week in Wagga Wagga, New South Wales. Uh, grazing for profits, which we've heard so much about, and we thought, let's jump in. We've got to learn about it, uh, and we're going to be announcing a, a partnership with RCS very soon as well. Uh, cultivate talent. We've uh, been kicking around this concept of uh, farm employment opportunities for corporate farms, pretty much. So we're talking one semi sort of corporate farm who ha their biggest risk and issue is getting farmers who will stay around for a while, who are dedicated, who will get up and work hard. And finding those farmers is tricky, on, and I assume it's tricky for most corporate farms. And we've thought, well, isn't it because you're not offering that ownership opportunity? And most corporates can't offer that ownership, but they can support you on a journey of getting farm ownership ready and, and not making it the elephant in the room around discussions for years. It's, hey, I want to own a farm. That's why I've taken this job. This employers want you to get the skills to go own a farm. But in the meantime, work hard for three to five years and, uh, and build your skills know you're supported that when you're you're good enough and when opportunity pops up and that time has been spent you can get onto a farm ownership opportunity so we're working through this we think i say world first a lot but i do think it is a world first concept and if we can get this right we can offer we can show the value to corporate farming in australia uh, on how they can play a part in uh, getting our next gen farmers up up to up to skills up to the speed they need to be to convince an investor to back them onto a farm more on that coming soon, once to nut it out a bit more. Um, we're applying for a couple of grants as well uh, around the Cultivator program, so where we're gonna get 10 farmers and get them to pitch to an investor who will back the best. And also a community farmer activation program, which I'll outline a bit more in a, in a second. But we're applying for grants uh, because we know that this has so much more benefits just for one, you know, one or two farmers. It, it can spark a revolution across Australia. Um, so a community farmer activation program. We've been working on this for a while now with a, a community leader in Northeast Victoria uh, who's keen to see more young people come back to their community and also to find a pathway where retiring farmers uh, can stay involved in the community and, and look at um, handing the farm onto kids that aren't their own and retain that dignity and, and ensure their farm uh, it goes to people that they really respect and, and value. So. Um, 
we've had these discussions and we've come up with this concept around a community farm activation program where we give skills and ideas to locals who, who want to uh, be, I guess, the local matchmakers. Because everything we're doing is about matchmaking. And we've always thought the locals know best. You know the social landscape the best. And if we can help you, give you some tips and tricks around how to attract people, how to have discussions with retiring farmers, how to open up opportunities, how to find opportunities uh, in farm deals. Uh, we can get all communities to show that they are open for farming business. Uh, and we know there are plenty of solutions out there. So our plan with this uh, one and for any community is, is something like over two years, we'd love to attract to three aspiring farmers into farm ownership and assist three farming retiring farmers to step back. And so the numbers aren't crazy, but I think for a community of three, getting three uh, new farming families into a community could be so powerful um, and such a big boost for the community. So something like that uh, in each community, we'd love to roll out. So if that's of interest to you, please get in touch. We would love to unpack it further with you and um, help you to bring the very best people onto farms in your, in your, in your community. Documenting your farm ownership journey on social media. We bang on about this all the time because I don't think people have really grasped what is available with social media, like what I'm doing right now, talking to my laptop, to you, opens up opportunities and you need to be doing it as well. Whether it's video, blogs, photos, just get on there and talk about and document your journey of becoming farm ownership ready and finding your farm ownership dream, uh, dream opportunity because the more people who know about it, and you only need 50 followers or 100 followers, the more people that know about it, the more eyes and ideas are coming to you for finding farms. Like, hey, my auntie has a farm, or I've got a friend who might want to invest. You never know. But unless you're out there promoting, uh, you, you don't know who's, who's going to find out. So we encourage you, please get out there. Also, a big one here, we'd love you to tag us. So Cultivate Farms, at Cultivate Farms on all the platforms. Tag us in a post about you, documenting your journey or something interesting related to you uh, uh, trying to get onto your farm ownership um, uh, pathway, and we'll share it. We want to share it. We create lots of content, as you know already, but we want to promote you and use that to open doors to get you onto your farm. So please think about social media. Think about how you can use it to get you inspired. Somebody that we follow a lot that you probably could benefit from is Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, or Gary VVWE. Uh, I listen to him nearly every day. Uh, he talks about entrepreneurial entre entrepreneurship and it applies so well to you hustling to get onto your farm. So if you need some ideas on practically what this could look like, check out Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. Farmers are coming to us now with vendor finance deals, which is awesome. This is a really good thing and this is what we're wanting. Uh, but when thinking about this and I'm thinking, what? How, did this, how do these deals come to us in the first place? How come the retiring farmers haven't been hassled by you uh, over the last six months and just offered the deal straight to you? <laughs> it's a bit cheeky, but we want you out there and knowing your social landscape around who's going to be stepping back and who might be up for vendor finance. And you should have already seen farms on realestate.com.au uh, that have been there for 12 months and you should have been thinking, oh, I'm going to contact the real estate agent and get them to see if there's vendor terms available and I'm going to stitch this deal up for myself. That is the attitude we want from you so you get out there and find these deals. Of course, some are going to fall through and these farmers are going to come to watch us, which is fantastic, which is what we want. Uh, but also I'm thinking, what, <laughs> how did this farmer, this one's over in WA, how did this farmer not already have 30 farmers hassling them already to find a sweet deal for them to get on that farm? Uh, 
So that's the, that's the challenge to you guys. Get out there and, and hustle. One of those things we, we talk about a bit is, is why aren't you contacting real estate agents when a farm comes on the market on, on the website that you're signed up for alerts? You should be sending an email every single time going, hey, Brian, this is the 15th time I've asked it, but uh, would this vendor be up for some sort of vendor terms? And they'll say no, and then you'll do it again for the next one. They'll say no, and then after 50 times, they'll finally go, I've had enough of this aspiring farmer. I need to find them a farm or else they're going to annoy the crap out of me for the rest of my life. And the squeaky wheel gets the fix and they'll start finding deals for you. But get out there. Why can't you ask for these sort of things? You can. Uh, and we want you to because there are things like vendor finance deals. There's details on our blog around what that means, but it pretty much means you have a pathway mm -hmm. to owning a farm. Uh, so get out there and hustle. But um, And also, if you're a retiring farmer thinking of, of transitioning, we're happy to chat to you about vendor finance deals and what that could look like and, and help you figure that out so you can set up a deal and then find the perfect farmer that can come into that deal. The best way to convince someone onto your farm. This is an idea we've been thinking about for a while and uh, we, we realized this is the number one best way for you to convince an investor or a retiring farmer that you are the real deal and that you are worthy of backing onto a farm. And that is to show that you've already been running a farm with your own money and you sacrificing your own time and energy uh, and, and risking your own life, I guess, your own um, business and professional life on a, on a leased bit of land um, that you uh, can at least break even on. And it doesn't have to be massive, but I think for you to show that you're already so dedicated to this vision of owning a farm, that you're doing whatever you can, that you found 30 acres two hours down the road uh, and you have five cows on there, Something to show something that you know how to run a business with a, on a farm, doing the thing that you want to do anyway at a larger scale. Um, let me shut that door. Uh, that is key. So getting a lease, running a business on it, it doesn't matter the size, but it may be a micro version of your real vision for farm ownership is the number one way. So an investor who sees you doing that goes, well, you're already motivated. You've already found a deal out of nothing. You found a lease opportunity. And we know lease opportunities are hard to get. Uh, but this is more the bigger picture of what this looks like. Uh, and they'll say, well, I'm willing to risk my money with this farmer because they're willing to risk their own money and they already have risked it. And the thing that stopped them is just they didn't get the scale they needed and I'll help them get that scale. So have that in the back of your mind. What are you doing to prove to someone you know how to run a farm and you taking on the risk yourself on a small micro version of what your real dream is would have to be the number one best way to prove you're worthy. Think about Freeland Pork, the first farm we matched with an investor. That is exactly why the investor backed them because they've been running a farm on leased land for a number of years and they were plonking a business model onto a different bit of dirt. Uh, but confidence already there that they knew how to run a business. We have a, a farm opportunity in the southwest of Tasmania, so Signet, uh, a beautiful spot. I've been there once uh, and the vendor here is, is predominantly looking for a sale but also is open to vendor terms and the price isn't too ridiculous. It's three and a half hectares, it's apple orchard. We thought in talking to the owner that this would be a great opportunity for a farm entrepreneur who can see the value in this business and the potential for it to grow um, and the potential to go talk to this owner figure out how this farm can make good money and how much hard work it would be as, excuse me, as well. And then take that to some investors, some, some friends and family, to a local community and come talk to us and we can help package it up as well. 
but it feels like this is a, a great bit of dirt with a great business on top of it that you can spin in a number of different ways. And you might not be able to buy this yourself outright, and most likely you can't, but there would be people out there that could back you. And if you're motivated enough and dedicated and pull a plan together, uh, I reckon this could be a ripper. So that's why we've been so keen to promote this one. So please check it out. Details are there provided. Look at, check it out and share with friends and family. Uh, the more people know about these opportunities, the more people will jump on them and the more opportunities will come to us. So check out this apple orchard in Tasmania. Uh, as I said, uh, we're in Tasmania for this week and on the east coast, actually, a uh, town called Bishino. Absolute amazing town. I uh, love coming here. And just so happens that uh, there's one of our farms is available near Bishino is actually on the way to Freysenay National Park, one of the most world-renowned, beautiful places in the, uh, in, in, for Australia within in the world. And um, this property looks onto uh, that whole landscape. So it's an amazing setup. There's a beautiful waterway right next to it. And uh, so I caught up with the landowner uh, who lives about a couple of hours away and uh, wants this as a bit of a retreat, but also is an entrepreneur themselves and goes and thinks that this could be a ripper for a, a farmer wanting to set up a lease. Uh, and they're completely open to opportunities on this farm. Uh, the owners are great people, um, very clever and motivated. And they're after somebody who, who also is clever and motivated. So we kicked around ideas why we haven't had people applying for this farm. And uh, we've realized that probably we need to start thinking about whether we can partner with a farming organization who already knows this farming area and maybe has some capital to think about expanding the operations onto this property, knowing that we've already got the land available uh, and seeing it as an extension of the current operations and the bonus of backing a next gen farmer onto a property and using all the marketing benefits that come along with that. So we'll unpack, we spent most of the time unpacking that concept and that's what we're gonna be following up. But in the meantime, if you're a farmer and you can see this 130 acres uh, could be something you could have a crack at, please do get in touch and we'll start stitching together deals and arrangements and connecting people to see if we can really make this work. Cause I think uh, just having some capital on there isn't gonna work, uh, but it could be, and there's enough water there, uh, some sort of a horticulture arrangement on, on that property. It was great to, to meet the owners. It's great always good to meet people who get what we're trying to do and who are motivated to share their, their farm with others. And finally, farm ownership opportunities. We have 22, 22. That is a lot sitting on websites, uh, ready for you to jump onto them. Not all of them are going to be the scale or probably not all of them are going to match your dream, but every single one of these uh, could be the step you need to take on your farm ownership dream. So please do look at them. Please do apply. Uh, even if it's 30% aligned to what you want to do, these farmers are legitimate. They want to back good people and that could be you. And uh, this may be the way you need to think about this and we get some feedback that some of these farms aren't big enough and, um, and maybe they're not, it all depends, but uh, you're never going to find the ideal farm. And maybe these farms, are, you can see them as a stepping stone farm or a farm that you can build from uh, once you're in there. But you never, you're gonna, these farmers are genuine in wanting to back you. So please do check them out, apply, spread the word, share these farms around, talk about them at dinner parties. We want to get them matched. Uh, check it out. So thank you everyone who's uh, continually being in touch. We want, there's a lot of people who watch that we don't hear from. We want to hear from you. Uh, get in touch. Sign up as a free member at the very least. Please become a paid member to help us keep the doors open. Uh, let's get you farming. 
Thanks for your attention. We know there are thousands of other things you could be doing or other podcasts you could be listening to, but you've chosen to listen to us. We appreciate your time so much. Please reach out uh, as we're happy to work through your farm ownership pathway with you. Let's get you farming.